Disney Plus have taken away the uh, Netflix original series thing on uh, on the dis- on yeah they don't their- have it on the uh, things and the adverts there on the top the banner ads yeah. they don't say Netflix original obviously but not even on the um, but not even on the yeah uh, well not that but like, the, the, yeah, but like not even in the, not in yeah the opening credits yeah. it's no, bit- it's, that's that's what things are there for have you have you never seen a film that uh, from two different regions where they'll have, uh, you know, something might say a Sony picture and then you go and watch it on Netflix. And I say Netflix original, a Sony pictures movie. They'll yeah, add that it's... and they take those stuff away. That's why they've got those th- cards for. Mm. I remember going to see, uh, this is part of the episode now. Um, oh, Todd Salons' Life During Wartime at the London Film Festival. Right. One of my first London Film Festival experiences. Uh, and previous episode, obviously. And there's this blackness at the top. Right. And it's just this, the music's playing, this blackness at the top, and thinking, is this meant to be an overture or something? And then when the releases come, it was where, it was where all the uh, distribution partners' oh. credits would go. But they just hadn't finalised any distribution in that area, but they've got that place set for such things. So it's a, it's a, it's a come-and-go situation with those things. But I understand um, the distribution part mm. of it, like, you know, Different countries or whatnot, yeah. but Netflix didn't produce the shows. They did. They paid right? for things, but they didn't. Pro- they don't have an in-house production like that for those kind of things. They were farmed mm-hmm. out to actual mm-hmm. production companies. So, huh. Who was the producers of uh, the Wiki? I just yeah, it's yeah. just weird. Like I suppose yeah, because Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad were Netflix Sorry. originals, and then. Over here, but Sony have, yeah, AMC, AMC, uh, but it was a Sony production. Yeah. And uh, production companies, Marvel Television, ABC Studios. Ah, right. So, what is it? So, Disney. ABC Studios. It's an ABC Studios production for Daredevil. Oh. But yeah, I might, uh, I think that's going to be my next uh, thing. I'm going to get back into the Marvel shows. Yeah, good um, for you. Rewatch because I never finished Daredevil, um, and I would like to get into Agents of Shield. I think and Peggy and uh, Agent Carter as well. You want to get into Agent Carter? Yeah, I know someone <laughs> else wants to get into Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. Hey. A little man <laughs> named Alex Steve Rogers. Oh. A little man who became a very big man. Yes. And then stop being an interesting man when he became a big man. Because <laughs> size matters, and don't let them tell you otherwise. Yeah. Um, what's your name? And what are you? My name is Andrew Jones, and I'm a cinephile, Jean-Paul Gaultier. I'm Johnny Elias, and I am a movie mad. Oh, you're movie mad? Oui, oui. Oh, <laughs> this is, of course, the French dispatch of the podcast. Are yeah. you movie mad? Outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> um, Do you call that by its real name? What's its real name? 
So the answer is no, you don't call it by its real name. The, uh, the, 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 the Wes Anderson film from last year by its real name. The French Dispatch? Of? I didn't know it had a, a full title. What's the, what's the full title? It's the French Dispatch of the Liberty Kansas Evening Sun. Really? Yep. I've never heard that before. Is that like on the BBFC thing as well? Probably not. But that's the no. official. That's the actual title. That's the actual title. That is the uh, whole point of it. I thought it was "Live Die Repeat." Nope. That's uh, <laughs> that's "Cruise Blunt Live Die Repeat." Yeah. <laughs> when well, no, It's the angry two birds movie. Of that. Yep. Live Die Repeat. Repeat. <laughs> I really hope it is. Are they still working on that? Are they still, are they still doing that? Yeah. You know. We'll see. Once we'll they've see. done the space movie. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, God, yeah, that's still happening, isn't it? Um, oh, thank you. In this it, is Ivory from Ed. I will show you films. You go, yay or nay, because you claim you like cinema, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I had to explain this uh, premise to people at a uh, screenwriter's drinks in Oslo last week. All right. Because one of uh, my friends there said she listened to uh, half an episode. Oh, that must have been around the time that my uh, ears were burning when you were talking about me. Clearly. Yeah. You, uh, that's the COVID, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the signs of COVID is uh, your ears burn and you, sh- and you have paranoia that everyone's talking about you. Yep. And you can't had, hear a um, word they're saying. <laughs> I had a cousin who told me that. She started listening cousin. to, um, I've got many cousins, I'm Irish. Oh, sorry. Um, I don't make cousins. <laughs> you don't drink much. True. I don't sure. see you eating just pure raw potatoes, just picking them out the ground, blowing on dirt off them and just biting into them. So I can't make no, these assumptions. Raw. Boil and mash them, stick them in a shoe. Mm-hmm, so, um, potatoes. Uh, I had a, one of my cousins said that she started listening to the um, Bluebird podcast. The country music one. Yeah, because she's the, one of the twins who went to uh, C2C. So she so, was one of the C's. Yep. <laughs> and her twin, her twin sister was the other C. Exactly, right? C twin C. C twin C. Makes sense. Um, and what also makes sense is uh, we're following up last week's film, National Treasure. So what almost makes sense is that she stopped listening when she realised that there wasn't enough of you and there's too much of me. <laughs> there's never too much of you. There's always too much of me. No, she um she need, she said she needs to rewatch the show because it's been too far too long. There you for go. Me as well. are in. Yeah. It's for, for me as well. It's, it's been nice going back over. But we're not here to talk about uh, Nashville. We it's not Friday. It's Backstage at the Bluebirds on Fridays on this same yep. feed. Go and listen. Have fun. It's fun. You don't even need to watch the show. I didn't watch the show until I started doing the podcast. Exactly. And speaking of fun, what a perfect way to segue because we are following up uh, last week's fun film, National Treasure, <laughs> with National Treasure Two. Because Look. He- of secrets. Is it now, National Treasure 2 or is it National it Treasure? It is on the uh, thing, National Treasure 2. There's a big 2 on the Disney Plus site. Mm-hmm. Now, what sequels do you enjoy opening the book of? Um, Boba Fett. That's the sequel to The Mandalorian. Yeah, that is. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, There's, of course, the Book of Saw, which had a spy. Oh, yeah. It was yep. a chapter. That was only, yeah, it was only a chapter. It was only one chapter. Thank God for that. There's also, of course, uh, the Book of Shadows. Oh, Book of Shadows. Oh, yeah, oh. Blair Witch. That is one I need to watch. I watched it a couple yeah. months last month or month ago, a bit ago. It was not good. 
No, I've only I've, I've only saw Blair Witch last year because my you know, yeah, writing partner insisted we watch it just for fun. And by Blair, Blair Witch, Witch I do Blair mean I do mean Blair Witch. So uh, I went right. and I watched Blair Witch. Then I was in Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows, and I still have never bothered to watch the Blair Witch Project. See, so I... if I do that now, I've done it in reverse. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Fair enough. I never got to see the Blair Witch Project uh, growing up. It was one of those, and I've I think I've mentioned this a few times before. With certain films, were those kind of films where I would want to rent it from Blockbuster mm-hmm. with my dad or my sister or whoever, and they were like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, and they'll be like, "No, nah, we're not, we're not going to rent that because I'm not renting that." And it's like, and and so it's I grew up. scary, or just like uh, we don't like the gimmick. Just don't like the gimmick. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. interested. It's like that and uh, liar liar. It's not liar liar. Um, the gimmick of liar liar is he they this kid blows a candle, <laughs> and his wish is that his dad would stop telling stop telling lies, so he has to be the truth. But he's a lawyer lawyer. <laughs> what's the uh, me myself and Irene because it was a, it had a poster that, that had the same sort of split face rough. thing. Yeah, I um I only got I got to watch me myself and Irene. It was on Channel Five one night, and I had the night I'm off work. It's Channel Five. Yeah, I had the night off work, and it was on, and it yeah. was just just started. I was like, oh, I finally have. Nothing you finally to do. get to do the thing yeah. you always kind of wanted to do, but realise it's probably going to be inevitably. And then I had about maybe 20 minutes left, and then I got a call from work going, where are you? You're supposed to be in. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I had to, like, rush into work, and I still haven't finished a goddamn film. But yeah, Blair Witch Project was um, one of the top ones of we're not renting this from Blockbuster. And so, so I finally yeah, see it at, yeah. uh, at the cinema. Um, the Soho, the little... Uh, place where you go for press screenings. Which one? The Soho Hotel? No, not the hotel. Delaney. Soho yeah. screening rooms. Same screening rooms, I believe it was. Okay. Um, a friend of my sister's had a free ticket to like a horror marathon kind of thing, and mm. it was like uh, different. It, it, all the screens were taken up, and you you could pick and choose which ones, and it was just all, all the screens. Classic. There's two screens yeah. in the screening room. Was there only two screens? No, there's three because there's two screens downstairs and there's one upstairs. God, is I thought there's yeah. only one screen downstairs, one screen upstairs. No, I'm sure. It's, no, there's one. There's one big screen upstairs, and I'm thinking there's two smaller screens downstairs. Um, I mean, it's been years since I've got down the screening rooms. But yeah, I um. I got invited to this thing and I tagged along and I was like, one of the, it was all like classic sort of stuff like that. And uh, Cube was one of them that I discovered. And you hadn't oh, seen yeah. that. Have you seen um, Cube 2 Hypercube? No. <laughs> Should I? I know, I just like saying Cube 2 um, Hypercube. Yeah. If it's great, you know, they should have called it Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Hypersonic. Oh, if only. But yeah, uh, that was the first time I got to finally watch the Blair Witch Project. And I was like, oh, I get to see it in cinema. Um, but I, I do need to watch the Blair Witch Project, uh, the Book of whatever. Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows. My brother oh. rented the Blair Witch Project for his birthday one year. It was like oh, he yeah. and his friends got together to watch it when yeah, so it was like two thousand and one, maybe two thousand two thousand yeah, two thousand it must have been. So <laughs> he was he, yeah, it was turning eleven. Right. And he his friends were sat around watching Blair Witch Project, and I heard it a bit of it, and just like screaming and noise. 
I would always freak out when the adverts were on the radio and they were talking about the TV because it, it just seemed disturbing. I think the, it the just thing, seemed probably boring. Yeah, that's what um, put. Uh, that's what I was sort of convinced of by other mm. people, namely my father. Um, of that, oh, it's it's boring. Nothing happens in it. Yeah, I'm like, well, let me be the judge of it. And I finally got to see it in the cinema screen. And I was like, do you know what? This is quite good. Nothing does happen, but it's it's it works. Yeah, yeah. it's a piece of cinema history at this point, really. Um, I interviewed the director once. Oh yeah. Before another film he did, but the uh, my dictaphone kind of broke oh. during the interview, so it all got lost. I was like, that was a good interview because we were talking about one of the other films. We also got into the weeds about found footage, but having a renaissance at that point. Oh right, yeah. How he felt about that, it was, you know, he was admirable about how it took a while to. Seep in, but he made a lot of money. Speaking of found footage, I'm just remembering the fact that I still haven't seen the last uh, Paranormal Activity film. Yeah, no, you've uh, had Paramount Plus for so long, and now it's available <laughs> in full HDR on iTunes. <laughs> they dropped it on uh, iTunes over here quietly, like last month. That's crazy. You ever thought that October last year didn't it? Was it then? Was yep. that? No, no, it's, no, was it October? Was it November? I thought it was like just after Halloween for some yeah, stupid yeah. reason. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. So weird. Yeah. Because that was, you know, you, I think that that's could... the only reason you got Paramount Plus was that. Yeah, yep. But, um, you know, that's how I got to watch Rumble and Clifford. I tell you what, he was a big red dog, but he wasn't that as big as I wanted him to be. He certainly wasn't as red as I wanted him to be. <laughs> um,. But yeah, we're doing Book of Secrets. Oh, sorry, what? What secrets? Benjamin Franklin Gates. Yep, Benjamin Franklin Gates. Um, if you could I'm... be, if you could be named after a uh, historical figure, but still be an Ellis, who would you be? Ruth. Bader Ginsburg Ellis. No, Ruth Ellis. Who's Ruth? Uh, let me double check. I'm pretty sure Ruth Ellis. Uh, convicted uh, murderer who became the last woman to be hanged in the United Kingdom. Okay, but that's not what I was asking. Yeah, well, that's no, 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 no. go. Yeah, but okay. Ruth Ellis. So you'd be Ruth Ellis Ellis then, because you have to be Ben. Yeah. It's like Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. You need Ruth to have Ellis that. Ellis. So Ruth Ellis Ellis. Yeah. Okay. Who would you go for? Me. Is JJ and Jameson Jones available? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please. Yeah, can you give me pictures of Spider-Man every so often, please? Always. He's a masked menace, but I do need him to sell my newspapers. Thank you. That'd be very kind of you. I, I appreciate you. I respect you, and I'm humbly begging you to use my service of uh, print to get those uh, images out there distributed wide so other people can appreciate them, enjoy them, and maybe have a perspective on them. Oh, you're a nice J. J. Jones Jameson Jones. J. J. Jameson Jones. Um, the, 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 you know, double double J. Double double J. <laughs> um, I can't remember if I said this last week about uh, National Treasure, but while we were watching the film, yes. which wasn't very entertaining, it was slow. I was for expecting a, and hoping yeah, it to be. Um, every time someone spoke to Nicolas Cage's character yeah. and used his name, and they said Ben. I just kept thinking, the two of us need fight no more. No more. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a rat 
Yeah. Dirty rat. That's all I kept thinking. So I think that's going to happen again this week. Um, and I was thinking about it this morning. And I was like, I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm recording still... this late in the night. So, you know, this is been bugging yeah. you. Um, I'm, I'm still... I'm still optimistic. Like... Cause you I was, saw the last one, and you're still pushing that this one's going to be. Yeah, um, it was going. I was going through it in my head, and I was like, maybe they make this one fun. And then I was like, well, probably not actually. If the reason they're doing the sequels because the first one's so successful, mm-hmm. so they'll probably be like, let's do the same as what we did in the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. But what they do here, of course, is we saw that Christopher Plummer was granddaddy. Yeah. And we saw that John Voight was daddy. Yeah. We never saw who Mummy was. Oh, who is Mummy, I wonder? Well, between the last one and this one, someone won an Oscar and had a Hollywood career appraisal. Appraisal? Yeah. I see, yeah. my first thought was uh, Dame Helen Mirren. Good thought. Keep up. Because um... Cause she's in this film. Oh, shit. Oh, I suppose she would have had a appraisal with the Queen. Exactly. The Queen was like, the, oh, shit, Hollywood yeah. knows her, knows yeah. her now. Yeah. Finally. Ah, well. She doesn't have but... to do a fucking prime suspect now. She's hanging out with Nick Cage, and then she was going to hang out with, you know, Byung Hyun Lee. And then finally she's going to hang out with Vinny D. <laughs> so she's um, now family. The only thing I remember of this one. Yeah. And I is Helen Mirren know... was in it. No, yeah. I only oh. know this because we didn't see it in the last last week's. Um, it's Justin Bathwater on a rooftop got... having been discovered on a mattress after having a crazy <laughs> night in Vegas. No, I, I remember a scene where Nicolas Cage has got his hand in a wall and a hole. Yeah! Oh, just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and um, how are you so sure that happens in this one? Because not the ant bully. <laughs> It didn't happen in the last Oh, time. no! My and hair it's... got caught by a bully. Now he's I'm the sure. size of an ant, and I'm going to have to bully him. Yeah. It didn't happen in the last one, and I'm sure it happened in a national treasure. So, <laughs> logic dictates it must be this one, or the upcoming series that they shot a scene for years and years ago, knowing it's going to come to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, I'm future-proof. It's a, it was a teaser they released, and I just remember seeing it. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Maybe. Um, you know, times when you watch a trailer for a film, and then two years later that film finally comes to cinema. So I feel like I've been watching this trailer for years. It's just because distribution kind of fucked up on it for a while, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Captive State. Also, the problem with last last week's one was, mm-hmm. um, and I think, well, you, you brought it up, and I, I agreed with you in that, you were saying it was very, it was too Americanized. It was too centered on America. Yeah. But I'm sure that bit with him putting his hand in the wall isn't in America. Okay. So I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna go outside of America. So maybe that's, maybe that's a problem that's solved. Although you know, he does have to kidnap the president of the United States at some point in this film. So that's that seems it. pretty American. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can get more American than the President of the United States, can you? Compliment. True, but maybe the President of the United States is in a different country or something. You're saying maybe he's in, I don't know, London? Maybe. And there's some sort of, like. you know, meeting of all the world leaders, and then something goes wrong, and they start getting picked off one by one, and, I don't know, Secret Service agent 
Mike Bannon has to go and deal with making sure that the president stays alive and find out who's been doing this and take them all down before London has fallen. I mean, hashtag go back to fuck Hedistan. Remember that? Remember that moment? I was trying to remember. Go back to fuck Hedistan? Yeah. That's the hero. They've got three more films now because the last one was so successful. Because the last one didn't have any of that kind of language. He never said that. Remember wow. the first one and said, let's play a game. Fuck off, you go first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, one. you know, he stabs the guy with the head both of those films, and then the third one he doesn't. Third one he doesn't, that's the most successful one. So now the next three fallen films won't have someone getting stab- stabbed in the head. I won't have any kind of racist, awkward language because he's trying to be, you know, a hero whose dad is Nick Nolte. Um, Would you rather have John Foyt or Nick Nolte as a father? Nick Nolte. Good boy. The only answer. Because he'd take me a walk uh, on a walk in the woods. Did you ever go on a walk in the woods? Oh yeah, that's all. That's the main thing I think of when I think of Nick Nolte. Did you actually see that film? Yeah, I saw it in Chichester. I was in Chichester visiting a friend and she was at uni or doing something that day and I was like, let's go check out the cine world and I'll be the only person going to see uh, a walk in the woods on release day. I remember it quite well. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Yeah, that's, get stuck. That's the first film I, that's the only film I think of when I think of Nick Nolte, even though I... Even though there's far superior films that aren't pieces of shit. Like Warrior. Aren't weirdly sexist as well. Mm. That film was um, really misogynistic. But like, even though like I love, love, love Warrior, and he plays yeah. the dad in Warrior, and it's it's heartbreaking. Is it? He he is heartbreaking in it. Uh, uh, he's not. That's not the first film that comes to mind when I think of him. It's A Walk in the Woods, and I don't know why, but it always will be. Um, what if he makes a film called My Name is Johnny Ellis and he, I'm here to say and it's just him doing a rap about you for now and 45 minutes it will still be a walk to remember that can't. a walk to remember no, there we go you see work. now you're getting him confused with Mandy War <laughs> I get it NN versus MM <laughs> but you know um, I was in a relationship with that laugh Nicholas Cage is is playing <laughs> Is playing himself in the upcoming film. The Unbearable Way from Nash. That was it. Of, uh, massive Talent. Yes. And according to reviews, it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, you know, obviously making headlines. Questionable. But, you uh, know, South by that, Southwest, people love you... films at South by, but then they turn out to be crap most of the time. Yeah, I was going to say, does that make you more intrigued to go see it? Does it make you more optimistic about it? Nope. Because I saw the trailer and I was just like, oh, it's yeah. not what I thought it was going to be The trailer looks cheap. Yes. And I, I, I remember and look, hearing about it. When Austin crowds are very susceptible to the idea of, hey, big names are going to come and wave at them and they'll get drunk and have barbecue and they'll keep Austin weird. But they just like a big loving. And when they first announced it, I remember reading like the articles saying that. Nicholas Cage is going to be playing himself and mm-hmm. uh, it was going to go back over his career and he was going to redo scenes from Face Off and stuff. But the trailers don't give that impression. Well, no, they don't want to spoil that stuff. 
Oh, is that still definitely going to happen? I don't or, know, but they don't want to put that in there so that yeah. you get to the you go to the cinema and go, ah, I remember that reference. He's something of a scientist himself. I remember that. Power of the side of the palm of his hand. That's the quote. That's the quote we know. <laughs> well, shall we, um, shall we watch uh, Nicolas Cage roam around the world and not just America? And Look, it's Cage up. March. We kind of have to just it is. open up that book. Yep, it is Cage Madness. And we but are madness for Cage. The book we have to open, we've got to keep it on the DL. You know why? Because it's a secret. It's full of secrets. A man only has one lifetime. But history can remember you forever. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you one of the missing pages from the diary of John Wilkes Booth. Your great-great-granddaddy planned the assassination of President Lincoln. It can't be. Not have him remembered as a conspirator in the assassination of the man who brought this nation together. I need to see the page. Look at this. There's a symbol stamped into the page. The eagle clutching the scroll. Do you know what it means? The president's secret book. Come on, it's a myth. It contains all of our nation's secrets. The JFK conspiracy and Area 51. This book could prove my grandfather's innocence. All I need is a few minutes with the president. The Secret Service is never going to leave you alone with the president. Well, you never know. I'm sorry, Mr. President. I need to ask you a question. Code one. Code one. The book exists, but you are now number one on the NSA, the CIA, and the FBI's most wanted list. Is that for us? Oh, hello. This symbol designates the secret tunnel that will lead us to the greatest treasure of all time. How fast can we get to Buckingham Palace? Someone else knows about the book. You've got to find where that leads before they do. What's the final clue? National Treasure Book of Secrets. Riley, what do you see? Death and despair. Mostly death, though. Maybe a little despair the last few seconds, but then a hard, sudden death. Yeah, so what happened? Where am I? Who am I? Benjamin Franklin Gates. Maybe it's the fact that this is my second 24-hour stint in as many days, pretty much. Well, in, in three days. I'm going to keep burping because I'm tired. Um, but yeah, that was hard to get through. That was hey, harder to get through than the first one. Remember when everyone was like, hey, these films are great? Yeah. I was never part of that team because I know that these films are slow and don't really do anything. Tell me about the first time you saw National Treasure, Book of Secrets. I saw it in the cinema the December it came out. And were you... Um, did you... Bored? In the cinema? Did... Yes, I was. What, what made you go see it? Because oh, everyone was like, ah, this one might be... The... This one seems fun and silly. I was like, okay, the first one wasn't great, but maybe the sequel will be the one that kind of fine-tunes everything and finds the more action-packed and makes it a yeah. bit more bigger and blockbustery. I was like, nope. Did you go out of America? But I was really yeah, they spent twenty minutes out of America in an hour and fifty-seven minute film. Yeah, I was really surprised that the um the the, the arm in the hole bit wasn't in doors. A different country? No, wasn't uh in a different country. Yeah, they set out with the Incas and things like. Right, okay, well we're yeah. going to go to South America, right? Yeah. But nope. Um, 
And, that Rushmore, good God. And we both, we both uh, remembered it differently, like, in terms of, we, we both thought it was, like, on a big wall, but it isn't. It's just, like, in between two rocks, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Okay, so Justin <laughs> Arthur. Yeah. He's now written a book in this film. Yes. And yes. they actually use the book as part of the the need to find things. Yeah. Because despite the fact the first one, he's always asking what's going on, not really sure what's going on. For some yeah. reason, at one point, they need him and his like knowledge. Why it does was, that happen? It was a retread of the last. The, the time in the last film when he uh, was at the uh, Daylight Savings thing. Daylight Saving. Daylight Saving. Um, where yes. he, he knew it, but they didn't. Yes. It was a retread of that, but just done much but worse. That one, because... But because that one was like, oh, it's so obvious and you guys don't know it. And he yeah. knows it. Whereas this one's just literally like, right, I've written a book and you didn't check the book. And it's it's a conspiracy theory thing that, uh, you know, they would, they would definitely be talking about. Clearly. Yeah. But then again, they spent five minutes going through the Resolute <laughs> poem just to find the Resolute desk, which is like, the only thing yeah. you think with the re- word Resolute, not Resolve, is yeah. Resolute desk. I didn't know there were three uh, statues of Liberty. Did you not? No. Well, France made a bunch, didn't they? They kept making them. They made the first one. It's like, right, that's a test. We'll send it to America and say, fuck you. And then we'll send a couple. We'll just keep making them for ourselves. She's yeah, pretty. I... She's OK. I mean, you know. She's an all right girl. We've got the rights to her for the time being, her is, image, so we're just going to keep making them. Is the American one the, the biggest one, then? Like, nah. No? No. Huh. There's one, be... no, there's one on Uranus, which is huge. Too shame. Yeah. Um... You should look at it sometime. <laughs> I mean, it, the torch lights up quite hard. It gets very hot on Uranus. <laughs> be careful. You don't want a burning sensation on Uranus. <laughs> wow. That's oh, what sorry. this has come to. Are we, are we talking about the film now? <laughs> I'm talking about Justin Barthor. Okay. Now, Ty Burrell is in this film. Yes. Ty Burrell being oh, yeah. God, he was in this. <laughs> he was in this film. He's like, a, yeah, he, he's a access to the White House guy. And he didn't even get a tag at the end. He didn't get a tag like, at the end. He, she, you know, he's the eternal cuck. Yeah. yeah, like like I said, six months later, he's with Liv Tyler and Edward Norton comes back in the picture and hogs out, and then he's forgotten forever. He's not part of the MCU, is he? Liv Tyler's what's not been first, back. Tim Blake Nelson's not been back. But um, the 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 late William Hurt kept coming back. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of him? Of Ty Burrell? Yeah. Um, I would probably venture Mr. Peabody and Sherman because that's when I saw him in person. For me, it's Muppets Most Wanted. Oh. Sam the Eagle um, doing an investigation. Yeah. I can't remember the, the, Big the song they do. The interrogation but, song. I don't remember the yeah. song. It's been um, a while. I just remember him saying corroborate in that weird accent. Corroborate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're doing a French accent, eh? Huh? I should listen to that soundtrack again. Should you listen to that soundtrack? I'm number one. You're number that would be two. much more fun to watch. I imagine that's probably about the same amount of time as this film was, but more fun. Yeah, about the same. Right? Yeah. Most of those is weirdly long. Yeah, no and right it's not even the best Muppets film, but it's definitely better than this. Yeah, it's better than this, because, yeah. you know, it's got Toby Jones and James McAvoy. James McAvoy in his filth get-up as well, because they were filming filth <laughs> at the same time. 
So, yep. you know, whoa, he's, he's looking filthy. I read a thing the other day about oh, um, James sorry. McAvoy when he did a split. Yeah. And he, um, I think he punched a wall so hard or something in character that he, he broke his... Broke. Yeah, did he break it or something? I don't know. I, I don't like know the story. I'm just assuming based yeah. on the fact that... that uh, I, I think he broke his thumb or something. And Ooh. you can, apparently you can see it in the film that it's swollen up quite oh. in, oh. at some point. And it's he just, like he didn't say that. anything about it. He didn't say anything about it just to finish filming the film because they well, did it in 14 days or something, didn't they? Yeah, it's a short, it's a quick shoot. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely guy. Not sweet. Sort of Not sweet yeah. I've always wanted to just hug him. Yeah. Let's see beach round. Uh, <laughs> so, do we? What do we know about the national Franklin Gates? National... What we know about Benjamin Franklin Gates is his father's John Voigt, his uh, grandfather's Christopher Plummer, and now his mother is Helen Mirren, obviously. <laughs> uh, what do we He's know? He's in with Diane Kruger, and his best friend's Justin Bartha, even though they don't really talk to each other, and he hasn't even opened the envelope, which contains the book, an only copy of the book that this guy has written, and. <laughs> Is doing a book tour. Good friend. Oh, good friend. British have. TV series, I have. Um, I have read books of friends who haven't even got their shit published yet. That's oh. how much I care about my friends. Um, Nicholas Cage is a bad friend in this film. Benjamin Franklin Gates is a bad friend. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, I want to make sure that my family's legacy is secure. We didn't kill Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it better to have you know infamy than nothing? National Treasure is an upcoming American action adventure television series based on and a continuation of the National Treasure film series. Oh, good. It will be released via streaming. Justin Barthes back is what they're telling me. On Disney Plus. Justin Barthes coming back as the character, and that's the continuation. They can't get anyone else. Krug is, you know. Lizette Alexis. Do you know who? Does that ring a bell? As Jess Morales. Lyndon Smith as FBI agent Ross. Zoe Reed as Tasha. Jake Austin Walker as Liam. Three names. Antonio Cipriano as Oren. Okay. Jordan Rodriguez as Ethan. Hey. And Catherine Zeta Jones as Billy. So, can you say that correctly, please? Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. In the early you have to go to a when you're saying her name. revealed that the series didn't work, so it would follow the same concept as the films with the younger cast. So the script for pilot was completed with plotting for the story continued for the rest of the episodes. March 2021, the Disney greenlit the series for Disney+. Plus. October 2021, Lizette Alexis was cast in the lead role. January 2022, uh, the others were cast, and okay. uh, Catherine Zeta Jones was joined uh, in George. February 2022. Okay. So um, production. Yet. Principal photography began February 20 February 12, 2022. Okay, so in Baton Rouge. Two days, two days before Valentine's Day. Yep. Boy, I hope she wasn't on set for that. I hope she <laughs> could get home and hang out with Mickey. In May 2008... It's one of John the first Valentine's Days they'll get to spend alone, right? Like, in, they um, won't have uh, Daddy Kirk hovering over them. Let me get a kissy! Let me get a kissy! In uh, 
May 2008, John Turtletaub stated the creatives involved in the film series will take their time in developing another National Treasure sequel. Yes, they did. By September, they? Um, they officially confirmed a third film is under... September 2008, they officially confirmed the third film was under development. Yeah. Scoop being written that November. In May 2010, they started stated the first draft of screenplay was completed. May now, 2016. Can I, can, I, can, I just, can I just throw one yeah. thing in here? Right. On the uh, Blank Check podcast, the popular Blank right. Check podcast, uh, Griffin Newman talks about uh, he had a friend who was working at uh, Turtles House production company at some time. Right. I believe it was that. Or it, was either, it was that or Brookheimer's production okay. company. And uh, they had just got the draft in, and uh, he uh, did apparently send a couple of photographs of the script without, yeah, a couple of pages oh. to him because you know he's a huge national treasure nerd. Right. So you know there was a whole, yeah, there was a script, and it was it known about. It exists. It it no, it's known about. Just never came to fruition. Clearly. Well, on. hold on, I'm still going on here. I mean, uh, spoiler wait, alert: there hasn't been a third one yet. Nicholas Cage confirmed the film was still undergoing rewrites and fact-checking. <laughs> their oh, historical accuracy. Yeah, the, the resolute test. Developed. September 2017, Brookheimer reveal, reveals a script was completed, but Disney was not satisfied with the story. But they were satisfied with the first two. They were um, satisfied with the fact-checking. Yeah. Uh, July 2018, they reiterated a uh, script was close. Disney still not on board with the story. God, January Disney's 2020... Edgy. After years of being in development hell, a third film was officially in development with Chris Bremner, hired to write a new script. In May 2020, uh, Brookheimer stated the intent is for all the original cast from previous films to reprise their respective roles. No, by... I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, can I just say one yeah. thing? At this point, John Voight has gone for Trump. <laughs> right? By, uh... Uh, Sean Bean's character has been killed off. So he can't yeah. come back. And uh, I don't know what's happening in May 2020, but I recall that Tom Hanks was feeling kind of sick around that time <laughs> by some reason. I can't quite remember why. By March 2022, this month. This very cage month. Nick, Nicholas Cage said... Cage March not, 2022. He's not yet seen the script. Well, yeah, he's been busy doing, you know, 50 other films. Yeah. yeah I probably read it, but I that just thought it was... That March 19th to 2022. Like, yeah, I'm more of a truffle... Protector. <laughs> Sorry, do you, do you remember that lighting pig? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not truffle hunters. We're truffle protectors. I'm very curious about the TV show. Yeah. What have I heard? Um, Would oh, you like uh, me in it? Literal a literature adaptation was never. Literature adaptation was never released for the first film. Novelization uh, of the second titled National Treasure Two Book of Secrets, the, the junior book. novel. The book. They're going to call it the book of the book of secrets. Was released in November 2007. Parts of the story on the novel differ slightly from what was actually filmed. Yeah, more film, more story. Prior to and during production. I mean, we added more action sequences in the franchise expanded with the release of a series of historical fiction novels uh, published by Disney Press. Series centers around the ancestors of the Gates family. Oh, we've got. Log the gate. Six, six titles. It's me and Mark Maron talking about it. Changing Tides, a Gates family mystery. They all start National Treasure colon. Um, <laughs> Midnight Ride, a Gates family mystery. Uncharted, a Gates family oh, mystery. Shit. Uncharted, really? Yeah. Probably going for it. Yep. Um, Westward Bound, uh, Forever Tree, 
and Roaring In. And those are all in the middle of... I'm sorry, no. sorry, what was that last one? Roaring In. Roaring, so I thought you said Rory Min. And I was mm-hmm. like, is that, who's Rory Min? And okay. who would play and him in the adaptation? Those who would you say Rory Min would be? Rory Bremner. Um, oh, man, you mean Chris Bremner's brother? They are all uh, sandwiched between National Treasure and Dash Gates Family Mystery. Um, and the, the time period, okay, it goes yeah. 1612, okay. Right. 1773 to 75, okay. 1803, 1848 right. to 49, 1872 and 1920s. Ooh, the drawing and, in. But one to four have got release dates according to the Wikipedia page here. And then after that... November 2007, March 2008, August 2008, December 2008, and then N slash A for um, forever. So they just never bothered. In. Those ones, they were just like, oh, I don't know, just, you know, mm. hide them in a vault in case anyone gets the clues <laughs> from the first four books and can unsolve the riddle. Because that's how we're going to find out. It's um, Malkovich's film. Yes. Malkovich's 100-year whiskey film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be an adaptation of these books. Uh, you know what? Probably be better than these films. Oh, accolades! Following table. Oh shit! The yeah. following table listing the awards and nominations. By the way, can we just pressure. confirm your uh, what website are you looking at this on? Wikipedia. No. Oh, sorry. Gone what? Uh, FoundOnline.com. That was it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's see what it won. It won BMI <laughs> Film and TV Awards for BMI. Film, yeah, BMI. Body Mass Index Film Awards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Be My Film Music Award for Trevor Rabin. Uh, Diane Kruger was nominated for Best Supporting Actress Saturn Award. Oh, the Sats. Did you ever sit down for the Sats? No, no. You never took your Sats? I sat. I stood up for them. You stood up for the Sats? Best Supporting Actress at the Academy of Science Fiction, Horror and Fantasy Film. Which one does this fall under? Helen Mirren. Is this Golden, horror for her? Golden trailer. Having to be married to John Voight at some point and copulated. Golden trailer awards. Oh, uh, yeah. Best motion slash title graphics. MTV. I mean, yeah, no, it's a good it's a good title graphic in the thing, isn't it? Because it's like it just comes yeah. up and it's got like a thing in the background. MTV Movie Awards, best yeah. movie nominated. Oh, well, that's a bit of a leap. Razzie Awards, worst actor. Um, Cage. No, that's not fair. Um, it's a worse screenplay or worse sequel, I can understand. But worse supporting actor for John Voight. That's fair. John Voight doesn't deserve, you know, presidential medal of freedoms. And Teen Choice Movie Awards. Um, best kiss. Best... Justin Bartha and his Ferrari. <laughs> Teen Choice Movie Actress, Action Adventure, Diane Kruger. Yeah, when I look at Diane Kruger, I think she's the teen's choice. I'm very when I watch Glorious Bastards. I think she is the teen's choice right now. I'm curious what the TV you? show is going to be like in terms of its continuity. Because it's, it's, they've mentioned. What if they keep talking about the Gates family who uh, live next door and these? This is a neighbour who got into treasure hunting because of the neighbours. It's keeping up with the Gateses. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Well, that's um, that. I suppose. Yeah. But, so you wanted to come back to these and find them out and see if they work better, right? I really thought they were going to be fun. So, are you mad that you've now sat through two National Treasure films? I really am. I really am. Can you see why people just say they're fun, silly slices of adventure? Not really. Exactly, right? It's weird. It's really strange. That these have nothing to them. They are airless. 
They are fluff who it's just like stuffy fluff. But I think that's what the enigma of Nicolas Cage can do to a film and indeed to a franchise. Because he, he overplays a couple of times and that's fun. Yeah. But it's like two minutes in a two hour film. Yeah. And the rest of it is so slow and sluggish and there's nothing there. But people see Nicolas Cage and they instantly assume it's a fun, ridiculous romp. Yeah, that's the problem. And that's that's where their memory takes them to. I think I think their memory of this mingles in with their memory of the good Nicolas Cage films where he's actually on form. And they kind of you know maybe people remember the bit where he's got his hands in the thing and he pretends that he's getting hurt and when yep. he says I'm gonna kidnap the president of the United States or I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence and it's like that's such a ridiculous line and it's like oh I remember those bits so you kind of fill in the gaps maybe of like what else there is and yeah. it turns out it's it's um it's the Mandela effect of action adventure movies. What are we doing in this world? Yes, I am mad I watched these two films. Yeah? Yeah, are you mad? I am very yeah. mad. I am very sorry. This has been a tough cage march. Well, where can we find you to um to recommend better Nick Cage films? Oh, you can't find me anywhere to recommend better Nick Cage films. I've already told you that, you know, I've gone through my cage this whole time. You can find me on Twitter at Ethan Run. You can find me on letterbox.com slash Ethan Run. What about you? Where you can you? find me on Twitter at movie underscore mad and find me on Instagram at movie underscore mad and on letterbox at movie mad. Uh, you can find us at are you movie underscore mad on Twitter. Um, are you movie underscore mad on Instagram? Are you movie mad pod at Facebook? Yeah. Um, and are you movie underscore mad at hotmail.com? Pretty easy, isn't it? What are we going to do next month? Is it themed? It's not themed. It's uh, we, we're done with things for a bit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week's though. I don't know how to tee it up, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting. Well, do you know how to tequila it up? How to tequila it up? Yeah. Mm. No. Oh, well, I'll mock you. Until next week. Bye. Into this month. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. 